I want to encourage you to go ahead, grab your Bibles, and turn with me to Philippians chapter 2. Again, this is going to be the final message in our opening series of the year entitled One, focusing on the unity given to us by the blood of Jesus Christ. And this is going to be talking about pride and selfishness and the remedy uh, for that. And it's right there in our text. We'll, we'll very easily be able to pick it out. But it was interesting just doing a lot of driving and listening to the radio. I uh, heard about a lot of different things this week. But something stuck out to me. You know, a couple weeks ago, the football season officially ended with the New England Patriots winning their sixth world championship. Listen, you, you can despise greatness or you could recognize greatness. But it actually points us to something. I mean, have you ever stopped to wonder how in the world has a team been able to win six world championships in a very short amount of time? I mean, th- this type of dynasty hasn't been seen in any major sport in decades. So how is it possible? Well, I think it actually uh, goes to the leadership of Tom Brady. Not on the field, but actually off the field. You see, Tom Brady has set an example that a lot of the younger players aren't happy with. See, the younger players, they want to make sure they sign the biggest, most lucrative contracts possible. Not only so they get paid, but they think, listen, if I get paid, then the people who come after me, they're going to get paid even more. So they see it as their duty to get the biggest contracts so they can help other people who will come after them. And the result is this. You can only spend so much money on an NFL team. It's called a salary cap. So let's say you pay your quarterback over 50% of your salary. Guess what? You've got less than 50% to pay the players around that quarterback. The result? You have a really good quarterback on a really bad team. But then there's Mr. Brady who for years has said, you know what, I'm not going to try to sign these max contracts. I'm going to restructure my deal. I'm going to take less because I know this. If I take less, the team can spend more on players around me, not mediocre players, but good players, so those good players help him to become great. And the result is they've won six world titles. And nobody is even close to them. See, this is ultimately what we're getting at in in the scripture we're about to read. Is selfishness is rooted in pride and it worries about me while masquerading, actually caring about other people. But again, it's really about me. Or we can do it the way that God calls us to do. The one big thing this morning is this. That living out the mind of Christ will destroy selfishness and help maintain unity. Let's look at it together. Philippians chapter 2. I'm going to start in verse 1 and ask if you can, would you stand as we honor God's word? 
Beginning in verse 1, it says this, If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death the cross. Let's pray. Father, we praise you for your word and the opportunity to study it. And God, I pray that it would be your Holy Spirit that would guide us into all truth this morning. That we would understand not only what the text says, but more importantly, how you are calling us to live it out. Father, let us be sensitive to your word. Give us ears to hear and hearts to receive the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Again, the one big thing is this, that living out the mind of Christ will destroy selfishness and help maintain unity. Now, just as a refresher, or maybe if you haven't been here for all of this series, uh, we said that unity is not something that you and I create. Rather, it is something given to us by the blood of Jesus our responsibility is to maintain that unity. Now, how do we do it? Well, we're going to look at that, but first, we want to ask, what are the forms of selfishness that often crop up in our lives, and sometimes even in a church, that can destroy that unity? Well, the first one is found in verse 3. It is this. It is selfish ambition. Now, here's the It's not wrong to want or have 